Welcome to the Conscious of a Black Man podcast. I am your host, Damien. And on this show, we'll be pulling back the layers and uncovering the real motives behind our actions. Because let's just keep it real. We as black men have to see the world through a different lens. Everything we do and how we go about doing it plays a huge role in how we are perceived and how we can be treated. I mean, just think about your relationship, your career, your health, your community, and all the other aspects of your life. Take a second and ask yourself, why do I do what I do? Why do you think the way you think? What factors control how you see the world? These are simple questions that have complicated answers. So sit back, relax, and join me as we have an open conversation about the conscience of a black man. Welcome back to the Conscience of a Black Man podcast. I'm your host, Damian Foreman, along with my co-host, Mr. Chris. I want to thank you all for tuning in once again. Um, the last couple of episodes have been very good, so we're hoping this one continues on that path. So before we get into this episode, I think I like doing that current event that we did last time. Yeah, that was kind of cool. I think we should do that all the time, man, current events. Talk about these politicians that's jacking us up. Right. <laughs> that, that's, that's a whole podcast talking about politicians. <laughs> But this one, uh, a lot of people have been talking about or been, been, you know, doing memes and talking on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok about Squid Game. And, you know, for those of y'all that don't know about Squid Game, it's a show on Netflix. And long story short, there's these people that are, you know, on a down and out. Like, they owe a lot of money. They're, they're broke. You know, don't really have good income, you know, family issues, all this stuff going on. And they end up going to or getting invited to this, this game opportunity where if they make it to the end, they'll win, you know, a bunch of money. And But what they don't know is that if you aren't successful at the current game, you die. So when you, when you play a game, whatever the game, and they're childhood games at that. So there are games we played as, you know, a kid, red light, green light, things like that. But if you get out, so to speak, you get killed. So my question with that is, if Squid Game was real, do you really think people would play the game? Hell yeah. You, you think so? Hell yeah. Knowing that they would die if they don't succeed. Hell yeah. Play the game. Bruh, people always want to be on top. There are a lot of people who, uh, I shouldn't say that. There, I, there's not, I can't say a lot of people because I don't have the statistics, but there are people, I'm sure, that feel like, what the hell do I have to lose? If you came up again, on, on somebody who was like on their last, right, he like this, what do I have to lose? I'm on my last anyway. They might not be able to see the purpose in their life then. Well, well, you said, okay, so Squid Games, I don't know much about that. I haven't watched it. My wife is into it big time, and she loves it. So, yeah, especially if they don't know if they're going to die. Well, see, that's the thing. They didn't know, but then when they found out, they actually stopped the game. But the people actually came back. What, what do you mean they stopped so, the so, so the first, the, the, when they first got there, they had a, a game, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then when some people messed up, they got killed. Right. So the people that lived through it and survived that particular game mm-hmm. didn't want to be there anymore. They're like, what the hell going on? Ex- Why did people exactly. die? Yo, yo, no, I ain't, came, I ain't here for this. Right. But they, but they had to finish the game. They had to finish the game. So the, the ones that were lucky enough to finish the game without being killed, they, long story short, they had a, a vote. And the vote was... You know, we're leaving. We're getting out of this place. But because their life is in shambles, they ended up all coming back and playing the games again. They're trying to play to the end now. And the same people who... The same, same people, that the ones that made it, yeah. Life would have to be real bad 
But again, it goes back to the point. People, some people get to a point, man, where they like, what do I have to lose? It's hard to relate to if you've never been in that, that position. That's true. And I, and I feel like there are some people that, that may be that desperate or possibly suicidal or they're depressed and they might do it. But I just, it's just hard for me to fathom that you know that you're going into something knowing that you can possibly – you know what – I, I do believe people will go now, now that I think about it. Cause I do know some crazy. Well, I'm not gonna say call them crazy, but they're yeah, they're crazy. They're people crazy. <laughs> people know they can't play basketball. They're not skillful at basketball, but they'll play a guy that was on the basketball team, varsity team in high school, or they played in college. They'll play them for a hundred dollars. That's mean, stupidity right there. <laughs> and, and this is the same thing, Squid Game. You know you're gonna die. You know you, you don't know you're, you're not that bright, maybe, or you're not that athletic. You're not. That but you know you know sport. you know what that what that what it sounds like to me. Again, I haven't seen the movie, but to me, it sounds like it always that the people who play, who are playing the game, they always will have that that piece where they feel like I can win. And if you always feel like I I can win, I you know what I I can I can win this game, <laughs> right? You you everybody and everybody feels like that, right? Nope. <laughs> you t- hey, man, I'll tell you, the every, first game was red every, light, green light. Every NFL player to get on the on the field think that they can, they're going to win that game that day. That's different. That's well, di- how's that different? That's di- I mean, that's a game. That's a that's a football game. Well, this you- is game squid games. You said game. It's a game, but you, you you're not gonna. Okay, how about this? When you get on the tell football, football field, tell t- t- tell everybody that plays for the New York Jets right now. If y'all lose this game, all of y'all getting killed. Are they gonna play? I think there will still be people that play. I, I think there will still be a – you will still have a good football game on Sunday. Everybody's not playing. <laughs> ever since the beginning of time, we've always had gladiators. Every era has always had gladiators, people that were willing to fight, knowing that if you lose – because you got to remember, now we're just more cultured now, right? Well, yeah, we're a more civilized society. But you go, you go back thousands of years, it was if you lose, you die. Right, you know, thumbs down, you know. But not down. all of them grew, had that mindset of I'm doing this because I want to, though. Agreed, agreed. All all of them weren't gladiators, but I mean, I'm sorry, all of them weren't weren't there of the free will. Right. But there were a lot that were there of free will. For instance, usually um, when you watch these movies or you 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 do some reading back on those times, the king or queen or or emperor's champion, they were there voluntarily. And they knew, well, I might not win this one. Right, right. But I but they were there voluntarily. You know, they were living the you know, they win, they live in the life. Right, right. You know, and uh so I think I think human nature, you're always gonna have individuals that think I'm better than the next guy. I'm that one that can survive. And because I'm that one that survive can survive. And so all you need is 20, 30 people that think I'm that one that can survive, and now you good. You good. Right, but I mean, you you may have to watch a few of the episodes and see some of the games that yeah, they I'm gonna do. Yeah, I might have to check it out. I'm I mean, and then the thing is, they kill you right on the spot. How they kill you? They shoot you. They shoot you. <laughs> they Damn. shoot you, or or they have one where you fall to your death. I mean, so it it, it just depends. So like red light, I'm a, spoiler alert for those of you that have not seen it. Spoiler alert: the first game was red light, green light. Now at this point in time, they didn't know they were going to be killed. So you know red light, green light. Right, when, it's, right, when it's green, right. you go red, stop. Right. Well, right. the first time, the first set, the first I guess um, time they went, one person didn't stop, so he got shot right there on the spot. They just shot him. They just shot him. And you telling me you won't move, you'll still be still. Yeah, I'll be still. Then people, people, when they saw the first person go down, they were like, "Why is he on the ground?" 
because they heard the noise, but they didn't think he got shot. And then when the second person went to go check on him, he got shot. So now everybody running around scared, except a few people that stayed still. Right, right, right. Me and my personality. If I hear a gunshot, I'm going. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I I don't know, man. I'm kind of I'm kind of of mixed opinion. Um, I just I you know I think there will always be people who will always want to better their situation and think that I I can win. I'm faster than the next guy. Everybody who 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 I mean, if you're competitive, you always think I can I can I can win. More of the story is make some money. <laughs> yeah. There, and don't 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 take yeah. no no private loans from people that you can't pay back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to check out Squid Games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's get on into the episode. So we're gonna um jump into it and talk about something that's really blowing up, I feel like, in social media, um, relationships. You know, how to get a man, how to get a woman, what to do in a relationship, all this stuff. But one thing I haven't heard a lot of people touch on is when to actually tie the knot. Mm. You know, when to actually get married. And this is a whole can of worms depending on your background, where you're from, how you were raised, who you hang with, the people um, that are married around you. I mean, when to get married. Some people say get married early, some say late. But that is a difficult decision to make. To say, if, if you're doing it for the right reason, as far as you think this person is the one that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Mm-hmm. What things need to be in order? What do you think needs to be in place before you say, you know what, I'm going to marry this woman or I'm going to say yes to this man? Mm. Wow. This is a tough, this is a toughie. This is a toughie, man, because um, we're talking about relationships. So let's start from the beginning. First of all, humans, we're, we're social creatures, right? Right. So it, it's hard being alone. Um, there are individuals such as myself who are omniverts, or I like being alone, but I can thrive in a crowd um, where I'm forced to be social or I need to be social. I shouldn't say forced. Mm. Relationships, man. Uh, when should you get married? Again, I think we have gotten to a point where our community fell for the okie doke. We fell for the old sleight of hand trick. And that sleight of hand trick was you don't need a man or you don't need a woman. You you can do good all by yourself. And that's bullshit. I, I, I think if you go back uh, and you look at history, you will see that most societies thrived when they had families, whole families. Now, I'm not saying families were perfect. I'm not saying, right, right. you know, the man wasn't cheating or the mother wasn't hiding money or I don't, you know, whatever. I'm just saying the family element was, it was existing, existed. Uh, the family element existed. And he knew that I was married to her. We had five kids. We do whatever we do, but we know our main goal is to, to take care of these five kids together. Right. All right. So we, in, in, in our community, the family started falling apart when? Late 50s? When, by maybe 40s, 50s? Well, we know it was torn apart. 80s and 90s, so oh, it, yeah. it, it, it might, the, the decline probably, yeah, you're right, yeah. probably the yeah. started Yeah, because the crack e- epidemic was big and banging then. But right before the crack ep- epidemic, we had cocaine that was, um, you know, wasn't such a big, because, you know, you had to be rich to do cocaine. Now, when was the incentives? Was that the 70s, 80s? The when now? The incentives where... Oh, the, yeah. Now, now you're talking about Good Times and J.J. now. Right, those right. guys, yeah, that's, that's Ronald Reagan and his boys. That era. 
<laughs> you talking about the that best, era. The best president ever. Yeah, say. yeah, some people say. So so you got that era where it started the decline of, you know, the black family. And we, we thought it falling apart. So should you get married early? I think it's dependent on the person. Yeah. So what you just said, what you broke down, are you are you kind of alluding to now we're so quote unquote privileged that we're getting married for the wrong reasons to begin with? Absolutely. I, I mean, uh, this is nothing that, um, you know, I haven't heard Kevin Samuels talk about. I've heard other podcasts as well speak on intelligently. We have, we've lost sight of the ultimate goal. Mm-hmm. I remember when, it was important to sit down and eat dinner as a family. Right. There were certain things that just happened that made you feel like, okay, you know, you were part of a family. Because with anything in life, there has to be structure, right? Right. It has to be structure. And if you don't have that structure, then you're going to have a breakdown of the overall um, concept of what, what you're trying to design. If you, if, if you are an artist, there is a concept in your mind that you have and you you go about that con- you know that concept to, to come up with your piece of art. The same thing with uh, with the structured family. Right. Um, and when those concepts are non are non-existent and everybody's worried about their own individual pleasure, then you know. Yeah, and that's why I'm kind I'm kind of on the side of waiting later to get married, just because I want a structure not only for myself but to support another person and to support future kids okay okay when you say wait later what is later 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 for one person is different right right later i would say late 20s 27 26 that's that's good i think that's a good age yeah okay i think that's a good age now the question is where where it gets skewed at is what are your reasons for saying 26 27 i feel like that and this is different for everybody, you know, depending on, you know, where they are in their lives. But by that time, you should have some type of established career, whether it's at a job or whether it's your own business. You, you kind of have a direction of where you where you see yourself. You may not have all the answers, but you kind of have a grasp on, OK, this is what I'm trying to do with my life. OK, so are you saying that in the 30s, 20s, when families were they didn't have that where they knew had something in their mind they knew where they wanted to go they they and they built it they got married early they still didn't do that they got they got married earlier earlier than 26 25 though but they, yeah. they, it was kind of it was kind of already planned out what they were going to be doing you know we had we were working on farms and things like that so they already knew they had to have kids to help with that agreed agreed okay so it's, it's different now we have more options now because of what they sacrificed back then agreed okay you uh-huh. know we can go to school be a doctor lawyer we can be an athlete we can be a uh, uh, entertainer um be a banker we can do all these different things so it's hard for a kid you know coming out of high school to say hey this is what i want to do I never thought of it that way. Okay, I can see that argument. You that is a good point. That is a good point. We there because of their sacrifices, we have more options. Okay, I, I agree with that. Okay, so let's say as long as you're not saying uh, this is what I I I just I don't I don't want to get married early because I just want to have fun. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah no, see, no. you see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I I don't want to have I don't want to have get married early because I just want to get all the running out my system. So so you just want to go be a hoe. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You just want to go yeah. be a hoe, and then when after you finish hoeing, and I'm talking about a male hoe, because that's what we're talking about now, men. If after you finish, you know, jumping from woman to woman, 
Now all of a sudden you want to settle down with the right one. Nah, that ain't right. Yeah, it's not. That that ain't. And, and we all men. I don't care who you are. We got to take responsibility for that. We got we, to. We we made it popular to to we did to want to get all the women and make women feel like they have to look a certain way or do certain things in order to get or keep a man. When really that's not even the the woman we want to be with long term. I'm glad you said that, man. That 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 is our men have to take responsibility because that is something that that started being passed on early in earlier generations right mm-hmm. in the uh i would even say in the 70s now 60s 70s it started becoming popular not to be married just to have fun right i i i, I don't want to get married because you know i want to i want to go to the club tonight i want to go run <laughs> so yeah men men have to step up and say hey yo I, my goal, my ultimate goal is to to have a solid, stable family and a beautiful relationship. Right. And it takes work, man. It, yeah. You know, I now I will I will concede this as well. A lot of men early in life, if you don't have um, early male figures in your life that you can see do those things, it's because humans, you know, we model what we see. Yeah. Right. And so if we don't see it being done that way, um, the right way. It, it, it becomes very hard for us to get married for the right reasons early, mm-hmm. right? Because we, we've seen it done the wrong way, and we think that, you know, we, we are ever learning, and we think that that's what we see. You know, you, you can have a young man now, let's say he was four years old, mm-hmm. and his father wasn't married, and his father had a bunch of girlfriends. So every time he sees his father, he thinks... That's what a man's supposed to do. Have a lot of women, right? So where did his father get it from? His father got it from his father. Cause he said he saw him with a lot of girlfriends, right? So, you know, it gotta be one of those things, man, where you, you know, we have to paint the 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 right picture for people to learn from. That made me think about something. And I'm I'm gonna say it and and I'm and I'm hoping to say it where it makes sense, but I think I might be on to something. All right. So can can we agree that it's hard to have a good woman to have a long-lasting relationship with because it takes a lot of work for it to work long-term. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Can we agree? Say that again. Can, can we agree that it, it, it's hard to find a good woman that you want to spend the rest of your life with? Yes. Because it takes work to actually get from, you know, your 20s all the way to your 80s and plus. Yes. Okay. It takes a good woman to put up with your bullshit. In that too. Yeah. That, 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 shoot, yeah. That's, that's a podcast in itself. <laughs> <laughs> so, so where I'm going is, do you think, Back in the day when it started to be popular to mess around with a lot of women, do you think because it was, quote unquote, so hard to have a long lasting relationship that we tried to flip the narrative and make it about getting lots of women? So when somebody necessarily couldn't get a lot of women or didn't have a lot of women, we made fun of that because mm-hmm. their body count ain't where, where ours is or, or, you know, they only have one woman because it's so hard for all of us to get a good woman. Do you think we kind of flip that narrative into thinking that the way you should go is to be a hoe? Yes. Propaganda. Because that's what we saw on all of the TV shows, everything. I mean, you look at it, and again, I talk, we'll talk about our community. There were very few shows, and everybody knows the, the history on this. It's nothing new. There were very few shows that had solid, stable families that were just doing the right thing. Even if you go back to everyone... You know, you had James Evans and those guys, you know, um, the Jeffersons. But there were very few shows that showed people doing 
the right thing just and 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 fighting to have a solid family household mm-hmm. right so yeah I, I think it was flipped on this head to for for us to believe one thing yeah, yeah and i think it has a lot to do with conditioning because it, it, women are confused and we are confused. Like, if you break it down, we go on Instagram or go go out to the club or wherever, and we like seeing girls that's got on a, a thong bikinis or got on dress that's, that, that are really revealing. And we like seeing the, you know, the, the boobs, the butt and all that stuff. We like it, but then we wouldn't want our girl to be the one posting it. No, you would. You, here's the thing. Always... Think about it as if your daughter or or your mother. Exactly. Or so it's, so it sends the wrong message to to women. We want to see it, but we just not from from the one that we want to get with. So it sends the. I feel like it sends. Oh, the wrong we want to get women. with that, but we don't want to be with. Yeah, that that's what I'm saying. We don't want to. Yeah. We don't want to be with it long term. Nah. So so it goes back to when to get married. It's like we have to at first have the mindset or 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 want to get married for for the right reason. Right. And be willing to sacrifice all the other women that are, that quote unquote, let's say easy. We, we'll call them easy. Right. You had to sacrifice those women to narrow our search and find the ones that are worthy of being married. Agreed. Agreed. But the only way you can be conditioned, to use the terminology you use, to conditioned to think that way is you have to have the right role models in front of you. That's true. Yeah. You got to have, you, you know, it always comes back to that, right? You gotta have the right role models in front of you so that you can mimic or you can see how it is supposed to be done, right? Um, Good Times. Good Times was a very popular show. Everybody loved um, the family, all this other stuff. Um, But the one thing that was always prevalent on the show was that they were not willing to sacrifice their morals for the come up, right? Because, uh, you know, they had plenty of times to, to, to come up, yeah. right? You know, where they, you know, J.J. was like, I go find us a TV. You know, <laughs> they had plenty of times to come up. But when you talk about taking money or, or drugs or, or running with gangs or all, that, all those other episodes, they were always willing to say, I'm not sacrificing my mor- our morals for the quick, fast money. Fast forward to 2021. How many people do you think will do that? A lot. I mean, will will sacrifice their morals? Oh, you think a lot of people would? I think a lot of people would. Oh yes, would sacrifice. Would, would sacrifice. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. I agree. Let's go. Let's let's go to the one episode where Florida's um, nephew robbed the bank, and he was running from the FBI, and um, he came to you know the house, and um, you know he was looking. He was like, I just need some place to stay. I didn't really rob the bank. You know, they just on me because I'm, you know, part of the Black Panthers or whatever. <laughs> That's why they they messing with me, right? And and um, you know, of course, Michael was like, Yeah, brother. Yeah, you know. So they were like, Okay, yeah, you we'll let you stay one night, but you know, you got to get out of here. He was like, Get one sleep and you know, get one night sleep, and then you got to go because we don't want the FBI, you know, tripping. But you family, you can stay one night. And then he grabbed his briefcase. He was going to the bathroom, and his briefcase fell open, and all the money fell out, and you know, everybody was like, Ah, and he was like, Look, just take this money. You know, y'all down and out. There's more money you ever made. And yeah, I'm going to give you this. Just let me get a one night's sleep. And then I'm out of here the next day. They wouldn't take it. They wouldn't take it. Right. And you know, you know, James like this. You know, James, his chest doesn't swell up. Yeah. You know, you know, you put my family at risk. I ain't playing that. You know, so. So, yeah. Now, the fast forward to, the, to now and somebody come to the house and 
you you know you living in the hood, broke, making mayonnaise sandwiches. Y'all don't know nothing about that. Y'all ain't been broke enough, so y'all don't know nothing about that. You eating mayonnaise sandwiches and struggling. Eviction notices out the yin yang, and the same scenario happened. Ain't too many people gonna be like. I feel like now that a lot of people would say, you know, it costs to live, which is true. It costs to live. So, and that and that's another thing that 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 um, a lot of people talk about. You know, how how important is money when you're talking about marrying somebody? I mean, like I said, it, it, it costs to live. And especially now, I mean, when you look at what what homes and things were back in the 50s compared to now. I mean, it's drastically different. Food at the grocery store is drastically different. And, you know, women and a lot of people get a lot of flack talking about, I want a man that had, makes this amount or that amount. And, you know, a lot of it, you know, I, I, I feel like it's, you know, they just doing it for the gram or just trying to get attention. But I, I, I wouldn't want a woman or a man to, to be broke or to want a broke man. So I feel like it's a, it's a, there, there should be a, a, I guess a thin line. So what mm. do you think? How much emphasis should we put on finances? Um, and since we're, we're talking about from a man's perspective. Well, from a man's perspective, I think you, you always have to have something that's driving you and a family drives you, mm-hmm. right? If you don't have that driving factor, then you will just stay down and out. But that being said, how important is money in the aspect of family? I don't know. I don't know how to answer that um, because I think I, I was tainted to believe that money was the most important part. Mm-hmm. And um, I have learned over year over the years that uh, it is not the most important part. It's a essential part to have food. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, you don't have to have steaks and caviar every night either. Right, right. And I think that's where people get misconstrued or miss the point is they only focus on a dollar amount. They mm-hmm. don't focus. I feel like the, the conversation needs to be shifted to the the necessities and what kind of lifestyle you want or what you can can, can afford. I mean, I'm it, glad you changed that from how you want to you, what yeah, you can afford. Yeah, what you can afford. Because everybody yeah. wants the top lot. But what are you willing to sacrifice to get it? Right. And because you and you have women that say, I want oh, I want a big old wedding with, you know, all the bells and whistles. Mm-hmm. And they're not thinking logically about how much that stuff costs. You know, it can be 10 grand, 20 grand, okay, so, 30 grand. So here's my thing. That's how you got to know if you got, you know, if that girl, if that woman if she fits the same ideals that you have, right? right. Mm-hmm. And that's how you kind of figure. Um, if I said, if we had $10,000 between us and we wanted to get married and we loved each other and I was like, hey, let's get married, but let's get this house, right? Because what we, what it really, what, what I hear in my head, and I could be wrong, people don't want to hit the struggle on the way up. Mm. People just want to get married when you're already up. Part of getting married is the struggle to go up, right? Going up the ladder together, having being down and out, hungry together, struggling yeah. together. You know, that's when you that's when you know you got that that one, right? Right. Th- that's a good point. That's a very good. You point. know, because people that's now people want to just automatically like we getting married. I know we're gonna go into debt for for a wedding, but I don't care. I just want I want the optics of the wedding. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo. <laughs> Oh, so yo, yo, what we doing here? You know, what's most important? Yeah, that, that's a, that's a very good point. But again, going back to conditioning, society, in my opinion, has kind of made it where you subconsciously focus more on the money. TikTok, <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, it's, it's a we, conditioning. T- yeah. A TikTok society where we all everybody's worried about how it's going to look. Yep, yep. 
how it's gonna look online. Everybody gotta post their 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 vacation, the show that I'm on. Everybody gotta post their new car. We done got so motherfucking um, petty. This is our society. We have minimized what's important and 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 put the more of the focus on. Bro, we the done material. got so petty. We have to post what we eat. How <laughs> how how? What kind of shit? You gotta post. You like yeah. Look, this is my meal right here. Mm. Uh, come on, right, bro. I don't care. You didn't share it with me. And don't even finish it. And don't even finish it. <laughs> and then here's here's the kicker. Here's where it really gets bad. It's, I don't really even fault the people who post it. I fault the people who have to comment on it and feel like they have to say a positive. Man, that looks like the best meal in the world. Man, I ain't never seen nothing as good as that. <laughs> Man, you a genius. You made that. You, you, you a chef. You should be working for a, 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 a restaurant in... San Francisco, yeah. with your own restaurant. You know, they just take it, take it to a whole nother level, man. And then now this guy, because he posted a couple of pieces of potatoes, mm-hmm. now he, he thinks, I'm, I'm a chef. Mm-hmm. He goes around, he thinks he's a chef. No, motherfucker, you just a regular motherfucker. <laughs> Cook dinner. Yep. The, That's that, all. the thing that gets me with relationships is when people, and, it, and men and women are guilty of it, is when some... Some they try to compare so much that they want to mimic what they see in their relationship. Oh, they got a house. Let me go get a house. Oh, they got a dog. Let me get a dog. Oh, they went on vacation in this place. Let's go to the same place. Like I feel like that. That's what ruins a lot of relationships. Yeah, because that might not be you. You trying to keep up with the Joneses. Exactly. And keeping up with the Joneses might not be what is on your table. It might not be on your table to go to Hawaii now. It might be on your table to struggle. Go through, build up a you know a good account, and then go to go to Hawaii. You know, ten, fifteen years from now. Mm-hmm. But everybody see that so and so went to Hawaii, and now you know it used to be a time where vacations were only for people who had money. And I can see why that was exactly. <laughs> it used to be a time where vacations weren't for regular motherfuckers, right? Because you you vacate if you were a regular motherfucker, you'll drive your ass to the beach. That's your vacation. Mm-hmm. Now we got regular motherfuckers that will go into debt to go to Hawaii because they saw their buddy in Hawaii. I may be wrong. People may disagree with me, but I ain't feeling it. Yeah, but I'm I'm glad you brought up the whole struggling with with your significant other because that's a lot of, that's a point that's missed a lot. Yeah. But for men who, let's say, have daughters that are dating age, they obviously don't want who their daughter is with to be a bum, not have nothing going for themselves. So where do you think the fine line is? I disagree. You, you, you disagree? I disagree. Uh, well, you, you use the word bum. That, okay, so that, that is... Or somebody selling drugs or something like that, somebody okay, in the street. So, so that's a different... You, you, no, no, no man wants his daughter dealing right. with somebody like that. But that, that does not equate to a good man. And I think that goes to the point of where we have lost our way. A good man is... If you came to me and you said, hey, Mr. Shelvin, I got a, a decent job. Mm-hmm. You know, I make $60,000, $70,000 a year. My goal is to do this, 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 this. I was where I want to be in 10 years. All right, I'm, This is what I'm doing to get to that. I love your daughter. Um, she loves me. I'm asking for your blessing. Right? Mm-hmm. I ain't got a problem with that. That's where, we, that's where we should be. Right. Now, if you got a bum, now a bum or a drug deal, that's different. That's yeah, a motherfucker, yeah, you know. Yeah. That's what I was, I right, was going right. to that direction. Somebody that really didn't have a plan or right, right. have, no, a, have no, a goal in no. mind. They were just yeah. somebody that they like being with. Yeah, nobody, you know, you don't want, uh, but again, that's why fathers are important in, in daughters' lives as well. I think Kevin Samuels, uh, he has alluded to the fact that um, fathers are important because 
they can sense out a sucker right when you know as soon as you bring him over and you introduce him like dad this is john uh bob or jason or brad i'm dating you know we've been dating da 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 he'll he he, he'll sense he'll look at him for five minutes as soon as he's shaking hand be like yeah i'm gonna gonna fuck this (laughs) (laughs) you know he knows right off the bat and so he'd be like and then you know she he cut most of the time the father wants the daughter to be happy so he ain't gonna say nothing you know he'll be like she'll say something he'll be like i ain't feeling that dude but you know you know, he'll, he'll give her a hint, mm-hmm. a couple of hints. And, you know, it'd be like, yeah, you know, every time she tried to bring him by, he'd be like, no, nah, don't bring that motherfucker over here. You know, he's giving you hints like, yeah. I didn't give him the thumbs up. That's right. basically what he's saying, mm-hmm. right? So uh, they're important to, uh, it's important to have men in their daughter's lives as well because they can sense out a bullshit dude, right. you know. And a good dude, man, when a good dude comes, they can also tell you, Yo, yo, that's a good dude. Mm-hmm. You know, he, hey, he got his head on right. You know, he might not have everything now, but sticking. I don't know how. I don't know how people idolize couples that they see when they see them celebrating their 60th and 55th anniversary, and people be like, "That's the greatest thing in the world." What do you think that shit was easy? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. You think that you think it wasn't sometimes when that motherfucker was like, "I'm out." Oh, she was like, "I'm a cut. I'm a kill this nigga." Yeah, exactly. right. yeah you know, it's, it's a, it was, that shit was hard. But they, they, they stuck in there, stuck through the hard times, and they, they, they figured it out. And I think that builds more character than just looking for the easy route. Yeah, that's a good point because what, what I'm thinking about it is me being on the, the opposite end and seeing myself doing that in the future, asking for. Um, a blessing from from the father. It, a part of me, I would say, if I'm honest, maybe five percent is is like because I, I'm at the point now where I know you know that I got things going for myself. I feel like I'm a good dude, and you know I'm I have confidence in myself. But the, that five percent is like you know, am, does he think that I'm I'm good enough or that I'm a good man and, and all that? There's, there's a part well, of you, me that that you, you don't to. have to you don't have to impress him. And I think that's where a lot of men. Again, I go back to this point. That's why men have to have male role models in their life early in life. Because if they're do, I can I can tell you, I've never felt uncomfortable going to a young lady's front door the, for the first time. I've never felt uncomfortable because I knew I was going to always I was I was raised to be polite right. and respectful. So anytime I was in somebody's house, it was always very respectful, very polite. It wasn't no, you know, yo, what's up, you know, pops or no crazy, you know, (laughs) yes, sir, no, sir. You know, I was raised the right way. Again, if you have those male role models in in young men's lives, they will understand this is what is acceptable or the proper, considered proper um, decorum. Right, right. And then when they're in those environments, they will conduct themselves accordingly. And then, you know, they won't have that, that uh, uneasy feeling from Pops. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you walk in on Pops and you try to, you know, give him the what's up, you know, with the head nod. Right, and, right. you know, you kind of look at it and he's like, oh, oh, you a player. Yeah. I used to be one of you. I know exactly yeah. where you mm-hmm. coming from. I used to be just like you. Okay. I can sniff you out in a heartbeat. After you saying that, maybe that 5% is just something added pressure that I put on myself that don't even need to be there. It don't. Because if you if, if you already, first of all, you're already a good dude. So just let yourself, just do what comes natural because you've been raised right. You've right. been raised, um, you know, to be respectful of your elders, to, to do all those things in those environments. And it will just come naturally. And he'll, he'll sense it because, you know, 
we can always feel when somebody, most of the time, not every time, but we can, most of the time we can feel when somebody is disingenuous, right? Mm -hmm. We can feel it and we know, uh, yeah, he said all the right things, but, you know, he was polite. He was Mr. So-and-so, so-and-so. Right. But I see, I see him. I see you. I see you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. Because you're, you're married, so what do you think? Happily married. Happily, let me put that in. <laughs> happily married. Happily married. Yeah. And me, a guy who's not married, mm -hmm. what would you say is something that a lot of people, or it's not talked about a lot, that you feel like needs to, before people get married, need to know? Like, what's, what's one piece of advice you would say to somebody like myself that you think would be helpful, but it's not mainstream? Like, you, you know, relationship, it may be like this, or it may be like that, or there be times where you, you, you have to do like that, even when she's feeling like this, or vice versa. What's something that you feel like, you know, it's not, not talked about enough that's an that's a underrated, a underrated um, part of, of marriage? That's a good question. Don't try to be hard all the time. Mm. Don't try to be hard all the time. And uh, I'll elaborate on that. Um, you know, as a man, sometimes we feel like, you know, our macho kicks in. Uh, it can be in an argument. It can be just something that uh, even maybe you feel that you were right and she was wrong. You got to swallow your ego. You just got to swallow your ego and, and understand it's for the greater good. Right. That is if, if that if there's one thing and, and trust me, I learned that probably too late in the game. Right. Uh, I'm glad I have it now. Uh, and I'm glad I'm able to apply it to my wife, but we try to be too hard all the time. Sometimes she just wants you to sit there and listen. Sometimes she just wants you to hold her. Sometimes she just wants to sit and watch the movie with you and not talk. You know, but, you know, we're so busy, you know, getting caught up in, you know, being macho that sometimes we lose. Sometimes, you know, it just a kiss on the forehead, you know. Or a hug and say, you know, or, or a text out of the middle, out of the blue and say, you know, I love you, you know, we a team, you know, all that kind of stuff. It's always easy to show love when in the perfect situations, but do it when times are, when it when it's not, you know, convenient. Right. You know, that would be the one piece of advice I would say, you know, when she least expect it, that's when you do it. Mm. When she least expect you to show her when she goes to work and she like, you know, it's just a regular day. Yeah, I know my husband loves me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we both in the grind. And she gets that, you know, those flowers out of the blue with a card. Those are the kind of things that they cherish. Yeah. You know, so that would be the one piece of yeah, advice. That, Don't try a, to be too hard. That's a good one. And the thing I like about this whole episode is, I, the thing I like about it is we're talking about things that aren't, that I haven't heard on social media. You know, when they're talking about relationships, it's talking about how to get a man or or the finance aspect or what a woman is or isn't doing or what a man is or isn't doing. We don't really talk about the the structure or the the good, the the, the morale um, that two people need to have or the, the organizational structure that needs to be in place. I mean, I haven't heard I haven't heard it in that context either. Uh, I hear a lot of people talking about, you know, the, the popular things to talk about, but really in relationships. Uh, from my perspective, um, the unpopular things are what do you do when when the cameras are off, you know, so to speak. You know, when 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 mom and pops aren't around and everybody's not around all the time, and it's time for you guys just to be you and are y'all on on same. And and another thing that's important for in from my perspective is you guys have to have 
uh, for a, a good relationship, everybody has to have a common goal. Right. Right. Now, if you if your if your goal is to and what I mean by that is if you get married and say you find the woman that you think is the perfect woman. Right. That you want to marry. You want to spend the rest of your life with. And your in your mind, you have a I'm going to go. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to build my business. I'm going uh, I'm to I'm be a millionaire and I want to have six kids. And she wants to say, I don't want any kids. I want to be, you know, you guys going to have some problems, right? right? Because you have, I want to be, I want a family. And she's like, I just want to be a professional woman. I don't want no family. I don't want no kids. So you got to, you got to have, it's important. I'll never say God. It's important to have people with common goals as well. Or if you, if you don't talk that out in the beginning, yeah, I was just going to say that that's something there there are a lot of things that I feel like need to be talked about or discussed before you decide I'm going to marry this person. Like kids, for example, mm-hmm. where you want to live? How do you want to live? Right. Because it's more. Are than you willing? Hey, hey, I'm 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 hey, look, I'm, I want to, you know, start my own landscape company. And when I start out, you know, it's going to be a struggle. You willing to go through that? <laughs> right. That's you know, and she and she might say, well, no. Got to be good with parting way. Got to be good with parting way because you got to say, hey, look, what if you're with somebody who's not willing to be with you in the hard times, that's a problem. Right. But again, as men, man, we have to we have to stop being so superficial on the top. Uh, I think we really try not to not being a simp, but just don't be superficial to your woman. Right. Um, you know, be be genuine, be genuine, be who you are um, and she'll respect that. Uh, I guarantee she will respect it. If you're genuine and you love her, she'll respect it. Uh, you know, if you genuine and, and your goals are, I just want to be a rapper and I want to, you know, do everything I want to do, then you might have a problem. You know, before we wrap up, I'm glad you said that because, again, like like our last episode talking about people being too sensitive or, or, or you know, don't want to hear certain things a certain way. I feel like some people need to be told that from their significant other. Like if they see something and it and it's not if they can't rap for example I feel like there's no issue with a woman saying hey you know I heard your music and I don't feel like you know this is for you that's not her hating that's just her giving her honest opinion and I feel like we as men can't be so caught up in the ego to you know think oh she I don't need to be with her because she don't believe in my dreams no it's not that she just realizes that that's not you know what your purpose in life is right yeah um again. She can, if you got that right person, you can't be superficial and you got to trust her, right? You got to trust her because you expect her to trust you. So when you're doing something that's out of the, out of whack uh, and she's like, yo, baby, you know, I, I you know, I don't think we should because because women always want to support their men's dreams. Right. Mm-hmm. They they naturally want to be supportive and they want to see their men succeed. I truly believe that women want to see their men succeed. But. You have to be understanding when she said, if you, if, if you say, hey, I want to be a, a, a great artist and you never painted in your <laughs> life, <laughs> all of a sudden she's like, wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute, what are we talking here? You know, in your spare time or, you know, we going to put the house up for, yeah. for your, art, your artistic. But, but, but that particular profession is, is a lot different because art is objective. True. And, True. and you could just all of a sudden do something with some paint and that's from your perspective and people may buy it. I agree. Here's what I would say to that. You couldn't be a start a artist at 45, 50 and never painted before or 
done squiggly lines or whatever your, well, your what full, full time like, right right that's full, what i'm full saying full time mm-hmm. you would have to have like this is my job and in right. my spare time i paint and then all of a sudden it catch on and now you selling yeah, yeah. art and now boom 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 it blow up you because you because you got to remember while you your dream is to be an artist your first responsibility is to take care of your family right you see, it's, it's a big word that just jumped in there right in our conversation. Responsibility. It hadn't yep. come up yet. As a man, your responsibility first is to take care of your family. And yes, your dreams can still be intertwined within that. But uh, it can't overshadow your responsibility, right? Your responsibility still stays, you know, hey, as the man, I'm responsible for making sure my family is safe, secure, protected, well provided for, you know, da 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 da. Um, now, what she's willing to sacrifice to help you get along, that's that's you know that's that. She may say, I'm willing to have a job so that you can work part time, you know, yeah. and that's a give and take. Mm-hmm. But you can't sit home and play Madden all day, <laughs> and then she come home and you like, I'm gonna paint for two hours, and now the eviction notice out there, and you like, well, I'm gonna go stay with my mama. What yeah. you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> You can't, you can't, it can't roll like that, man. It can't pop off like that. That that ain't going to end well. That's not going to end well. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think this is a good conversation, a good episode that we had today. Um, I feel like we, we touched on some things that's not, it's not the the popular thing to talk about. We really hit on some good, some good topics today. Um, So yeah, we would love to hear your opinions about it. You know, any input you have, whether you're married, not married, looking to get married, or you have a fiance right now, we would love to hear how your mindset is on what, you know, made you say yes or pop the question. But, um, yeah, follow us on Instagram at Conscience of a Black Man. Um, same on Facebook, Conscience of a Black Man on Facebook. And uh, I'm your host, Damian Foreman, along here with my co-host, Mr. Chris. And remember, you know, what we're saying on this episode, we're not saying we're right, we're not saying you're wrong. It's just an open conversation from a Conscience of a Black Man.